Welcome, everybody. We are live. We are live. My name is Jason Aponte. I am Andrew Pasquini. We're working. That's it. We're working over here. That's it. Let's go, Niners. Let's go, Niners. Straight right option it's an nfc championship game edition of the sprint ride option podcast i am andrew pasquini alongside jason aponte and jason i got a question that i wanted to ask you i think a lot of niner fans and even rams fans want to know uh do you think the rams blew the 27 to 3 lead against the buccaneers because the fact that they knew the niners were coming because of that score shook them do you think it made them nervous they're like oh god we'd rather lose to the buccaneers like this than to have to play the niners a third time i think really realistically what they were doing is just preparing themselves for something that might happen this week i don't predict that that'll happen but the rams are getting pretty good at blowing big leads and now it's it's two of the last three weeks. They didn't blow a lead against the cardinals because the cardinals are frauds said cliff kingsbury shout out to cliff kingsbury um, but yeah, right now, um, I think right now they're just, that was a dress rehearsal for what yeah. could possibly happen mm-hmm. in this game, even though I don't think that will happen. I really like the theory that the Rams just treated a divisional game, like a preseason game just to get, we're going to get, I, I like Sean McVay is like, okay, at halftime, we're up big guys. Let's blow it. So when we play the Niners next week, you know, if we blow it a lead, like we did in week 18, we'll know how to kind of counter it. And they almost failed. So there you go. There, there's the uh, really in-depth analysis they look for on this podcast. Uh, but no, hey, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, and and it, it's obviously – I, I don't even need to say the game at this point. Everybody knows what the game is. It's the Niners. It's the Rams for the third time in the season. Uh, this time, it, it means everything. And the trilogy. The rubber match. It's it's the trilogy, man. That's what we should call it, especially when the Niners sweep it, right? We'll, we'll just call it the trilogy, and then everybody will know what it is. Um, but, man, what, what a fun week this has been. Just and, and I'm sure there's probably not much we can say that hasn't been said. And, I mean, this is the third time we're talking about this game. There's probably not a ton that can be there other than just oh, a little there intricate. There, is, there could be there little is. intricate things here and there. I found a few. Um but man, what what a fun week this is going to be, Jason. And Jason, you you made you made this a little more fun for you this weekend, huh? Yeah, I uh, I'll be headed out tomorrow morning. That's why I crammed all my podcast appearances in today because I am going to be out of the content game. Except when you see me pop out in SoFi on Sunday after the game's over, and I go live on Streamyard off my phone to celebrate the 49ers being in the oh, Super Bowl. Goodness. Um, hey, whatever, whatever. We we hey, we're not we're, backing down. We're not I'm backing ready down for that. Yeah, I'm we're not backing down. We're not backing down for none of that. But yeah, I'm trying to cram all this in right now. This is the last show, and that's why I left us for last. Got a pack, and I'm out to the airport in the morning, and we vibing. We'll be in LA. If you're in LA, tap in. Pull up to the 49ers invasion. Pull up to John Chapman's um meetup at, at uh I believe it's called Sharkies and pull up to the tailgate. I'll be out there as well too. If you see my goofy ass, buy me a beer and we can talk about 49ers football and you can make fun of how tall and skinny I am. Also, while you guys are here, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell while you're here because me and Andrew are working hard and we're gonna have another whole week of where we're gonna have to if things go the way that we believe they will. We're going to be covering the Super Bowl and the Senior Bowl. Yeah. All in what one. What on earth? All in one. Hey, Lucky Lefty, thanks for the donation. Do you think D'Amico is gone this year in Minnesota? Um, Scary. You know, that's something I've kind of not paid attention to, but paid attention to. I've kind of been looking, seeing who the Vikings have been interviewing uh, for, for their head coach position. And I haven't really seen much this week, which – could mean maybe they're waiting for a coach to end a playoff run. I don't know what it means. I, I'm not. I'm not tapped in with Minnesota, but I. I really do think like their guy has opinion, their guy had, their their new general manager has ties to D'Amico, and that's the other thing. Their new GM has ties to D'Amico, so signs are pointing that way. Whether or not that means D'Amico is going to Minnesota, I. I don't know. Um, you know, a lot can change. They could have another candidate they're interested in. Uh, but they haven't had too many interviews this week, which could be telling because they've already interviewed D'Amico Ryans and they can't hire him yet. So, And a lot of people are rumbling right now. I mean, I don't want to talk about things that are negative. A lot of people <laughs> no, right? are rumbling. A lot of people are rumbling right now that the surprise hire of this entire cycle is going to be Mike McDaniel. 
Yeah. And that'll, be, and that'll be Miami. And good for him. Appreciate you. But you got business to handle over here before you take yeah. your new job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like coordinate that run game. Get that run game going against the Los Angeles Rams like you've done twice already. Um, so, yeah, so here we are, Jason. 10-7 49ers going up against the NFC West winning Los Angeles Rams. Technically, one could argue this could be for the quasi-NFC uh, West championship crown because this is the one that matters. Because if, if the Niners win this, nobody's going to be talking about that NFC West title for the Rams anymore. Um, We've been stopped is, talking about that, though. That's true. I mean, the second <laughs> they, they didn't, they didn't so, even talk about it. Hold on. The Rams didn't even talk about it, right? Like, yeah. after the game was over, they went to their they went to their press conferences and were like, man, we couldn't get it done. It's a hat and t-shirt game, dude. You should have been spraying champagne on each other. Like, that's how bad that was. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that felt like such an opposite feel because, like, the Niners win that game and nobody's talking about the Rams winning the West. That, that was just kind of the secondary prize. Um, and I, I mean, I, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about all this. Cause a lot of fun things happened in that game that we're going to get to. Um, but man, it, it, it really doesn't feel like the Niners are really here. It's kind of been a, a dream week of sorts, I guess. Cause, cause Jason, we, before we start talking about the game itself, and I know we're kind of beating around the bush at this point, but we'll, we'll get there. I promise. Um, you know, none of us had the Niners at this point, uh, you know, at the start of the season. I don't think Tim or Brian did either throughout the season. You know, you start three and five. It's a hard start and all that fun stuff. Uh, but the Niners are here. And is this to you like the most fun run you've had with the Niners with with all the Harbaugh years and even 2019? Where did, what does this one rank? Uh, just just kind of get the emotions out early. Where does this one rank in terms of the Harbaugh years in 2019? Pretty high. We're still in it. And yeah. I don't know if any of those teams experienced the low of getting boat raced by Colt McCoy at home and having a bozo on this podcast say that the season was over. Um, so this one, this one, this one feels the most improbable. I'll, I'll explain it like this. In 2019, I fully expected the 49ers to wash the Minnesota Vikings, wash the Green Bay Packers, and I, I expected them to win the game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Never watched them. Never. Mm. This, I've had doubts throughout the season, all the way through. Yeah. Clearly, I was wrong when I called the season at 3-5. and five And, you know, whatever. Everybody wants to remind me of that. That's cool. Everybody makes mistakes. That's why pencils have erasers. But, <laughs> but that's what makes this the most improbable. Andrew, I'm having fun, man. This is, you know uh, what? Like, nobody, it's a nobody's fun week. Gonna, yeah, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna it's take this away week. from me. You're not gonna you're not gonna cloud this week with your negativity about how the quarterback's playing. You're not gonna cloud your your you, me with your negativity about what if this happens, what if that. Nope, enjoying the ride, fully enjoying the ride. And if you want to call me a hypocrite for pulling up, you know, after after I said all that, I don't care. Guess what? Show goes on, and I'm here for that. So look, this one ranks really high because no matter what, no matter what. Jordan Willis is a 49ers legend. That is a legendary moment. Like, that is yep. something that we have seen. Legendary moment. We have eliminated the Dallas Cowboys. They got into the playoffs in the most improbable fashion. This run is special. And there's a way to have a special season without it ending in a Super Bowl. Clearly, right? There's been plenty yeah. of 49ers special seasons without it ending in a Super Bowl. And this is one of them. This ranks really high up there, man. It really mm -hmm. does. Uh, you know why? January 1st. Mobile, all the Stafford stuff, training camp, preseason, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, all of those things. And now here we are, one game away from making the Super Bowl. All of this stuff and this year, it feels necessary and it feels like the experience that us fans should have went through because this is it couldn't have ended any other way than this. And again, I got to own myself, but yeah, man, I never could have seen this coming. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody really did, and 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 that's the thing. I think that's part of the fun with it is is nobody really saw it coming. Uh, HR, thank you for the donation. It is unprecedented for such a relatively young coach. I have three coaches in the coaching tree already. The league is taking notice of the 49ers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Kyle Shanahan. There, there's a reason why you know this podcast never doubted him. There's a reason why not a lot of people haven't doubted him. You know, it, it's. He's very good at what he does. He he surrounds himself with smart people, and those smart people are going to prosper. I mean, Robert Sala, year one with the Jets, wasn't great. But 
what 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 can you do in that situation? Rookie quarterback, all that fun stuff. So so give him time as well. Um, but but back to the point is I think part of the fun of this season is the unexpectedness because if and I got I got to tread lightly with the words here, but if 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 you know the worst does happen on Sunday, you know, knock on wood, all that fun stuff. I I think there will be an overall bummer of of like the Niners losing, but I think the disappointment and obviously I'm speaking not knowing what it's going to feel like if it does happen but to me I don't think there would be any type of disappointment or anything like that because I I know I made fun of the saying on Monday with with you know playing with house money that's kind of true in this case right is is you didn't expect this result out of this team at any point I know a lot of people thought they were a Super Bowl team but Niner fans are Niner fans are going to say they're a Super Bowl team regardless um and and we'll get to this donation thank you gray fox we appreciate it um gray fox is the goat man great gray fox is the goat goat we have no no, no. everybody fox. that's in here watching right now everybody is the goat. Yes. everybody is the goat. everybody but yeah, yeah but and, and good and so yeah it, it would be a bummer the niners lose but i don't think you could you could say it all like this was a, this was a bad season at this point because yeah it started poorly it started t- terribly uh, and, and people did want to fire Shanahan. And even I even I tweeted like, hey, maybe Mac Jones wasn't the worst choice at 12 because then you at least have your first round pick for what may or may not happen after this point. Um, so, so I fell into it as well. Um, so I guess the long way of just saying like, no matter what happens, I think this is, this is an all-time season for the Niners just for the unexpected aspect of it. And it, it would suck to lose, but I don't think there'd be any any disappointment out of it for me. Hold on. What the hell? Rich. Hi, Rich. Rich. What the hell? Me? Hold Jason. Yes. Hold him responsible. They eliminated. They eliminated your Green Bay Packers. They're about to eliminate your LA Rams. And you're going to hold me perfectly responsible. Like, 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 this is ridiculous, man. But let's get to, let's get to a great Fox's donation. Hey, Goat Ponte and Goat Queenie. I love that Goat Queenie one. That one, that one really works better. Rolls off the tongue. Did you see that Raheem Morris said it's payback time? Last coach who said Lafleur, who said was Lafleur before the NFC Championship game, and look how that went. What I will take away from that is, Sean McVay got asked a specific question about is Kyle Shanahan in your head, and he said no, no man, no, no man. No. He's like no. <laughs> oh yeah, this team is in your head. Come on, man. You, you're referencing body bag when Kittle was talking about body bag type game in terms of people were going to be trying to take each other out. And now you want to act like this team is not in your head. Your organization tried to ban 49ers fans from buying tickets. Your organization's wives, play, players' wives want to buy tickets and give them out. Oh, but the 49ers are not in your head. Not at all. The Rams have to do something mentally that they haven't been able to do. Beat the boogeyman. And the 49ers are that. And if they are telling you one thing, their actions are describing a completely other thing. Mm-hmm. And they are scared. The pressure is on them. The 49ers have been playing with house money this entire time. Jimmy Garoppolo has won two playoff games. And hasn't necessarily played great. Imagine if Jimmy Garoppolo plays fine. Fine. That's all we need <laughs> is fine. <laughs> fine. We don't need big words. We just need fine. Fine. Imagine if Jimmy Garoppolo plays fine this week. The 49ers could boat race the Rams if, if Jimmy Garoppolo plays fine. And to Ryan B's point, thank you for the donation, bro. Beat LA. Simple. That's it. I, None of the other stuff matters. I think, like, honestly, man... And I might buy my words on this, but I, I don't care. This is how I feel. People come here to listen to how we feel about these games. This game could end quickly. The, to me, it could end quickly. I think I'm not going to say the game's going to be over after one drive, but let's say the Niners, they start with the ball or the Rams start with the ball. It doesn't matter who starts with the ball. And essentially, the order of operations is the Niners. They go on a long, prolonged, like you know, a decent drive that we're used to them doing in the first drive of games. And they put points on the board, and the Rams go three and out. Let's just say hypothetically that happens. The Niners return the kick. They go down. They take a ten play, seven minute drive. They take some time off the clock or six minute drive, whatever it is. And the Rams get the ball back and instantly go three and out. 
how are the Rams going to respond to that? Because that's going to be the first, because they know the boogeyman exists. But if the Niners do that, the thought of, oh God, here we go again. It, it, it might be a lot. I'm not going to say the Niners are going to be up seven, nothing. And, and, and the game's over at that point. No, that's not what I'm saying. But the thought of the Niners just dominating on that opening drive could be huge. And honestly, all I want to see is the 49ers score a touchdown in the fourth quarter to go up like three scores to really put the game away and have Shanahan out on the field celebrating. I think that would be like the peak way to end this, but, but so yeah, that that's the boogeyman definitely exists, Jason. It, it really does. And, and obviously is Sean McVay going to say, yes, Kyle Shanahan's in my head. No, he's not going to say that. Of course he's going to say no, uh, but, but it definitely exists. And all you need to know about how much Sh- Kyle Shanahan is in Sean McVay's head, go back and watch the second touchdown in week 18 when Sean McVay ran on the field, when he, he thought the Rams put away the Niners up 17 to zero. So it, it this game, the Niners are coming into this probably looser than they should be because of the aspect of SoFi is going to be a home game and the six-game winning streak. And the Rams are going to come into this game a little tighter than they should be because they've lost six in a row and they're playing at their home stadium with 65% 49er fans. So that's that's where I'm at with this. Um, Shout out to JKBG. He continues to be one of the best commenters in here. And his comment says, I imagine Sean McVay's no sounded like Shooter McGavin's no. And Andrew, I don't know if you've ever seen Happy Gilmore. I've seen, but I've seen Happy I, all right, so I'll recreate it. Um, I, I'm going to curse on the podcast real quick. I'm just going to say it. Just to, in, in reference to. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You're quoting a movie. I get it. Yes. So basically, he says, You just messed up. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. He tells uh, Happy Gilmore. And Happy Gilmore goes, You eat pieces of shit? And he looks back and he's like, no, like, like he knew he was so. That's how I, I, I got the same no. Right? Oh, that, like, that's like, definitely how he said it in his head. Yeah, right. Like he definitely. There's no way that you can tell me based on your actions, you running into the end zone up seventeen nothing, like you just hoisted the Lombardi, and your team in a hat and t-shirt game, going into your locker room and being quiet as a church mouse. You won the division. You won the division. And you sat there like you just lost and you were eliminated. Oh, yeah, but the the Niners ain't in your head. Niners ain't in your head at all. Yeah, man. Shooter McVay, I love it. Can we start Shooter. running with this? Can someone do absolutely re- can? Can someone do that reface app right now and just and just post it, please? Shooter please. McVay, we're gonna run with it. I love it. Um, yeah, oh, man. We got so- Seattle Jordan's in here. Seattle Jordan is in today. Uh, there we go. Honestly, read, read the, the most honest, the most honest Seahawks fan we know. As an honest Seahawks fan, I wish we had a quarterback like Jimmy G. Seattle Jordan, huge, huge amends there. Um, so yeah, so let, let's go into this actual game. Let, let, let's dive in. Let's start. Let's start talking about it. And looking at it, I, I hate like we're we're gonna go back to what we've done all year, Jason. You know what's gonna be important for the 49ers to do this game? run the ball well like like as simple as that sounds it's really basic stuff um but the Niners kind of dominated the run game both times against the Rams uh the first game they had 44 carries for 156 the second game 31 for 135 and they've won the they won the time of possession battle in both the games because of that run game and and what does winning the time of possession do as simple as it sounds it keeps it, it, it keeps uh Matt Stafford off the field it keeps Cooper Cup Odell Beckham and all of them off the field and the, the Niners have been running the ball very well in the postseason. Something about playoff games, the Niners run the ball well. Yeah, Green Bay wasn't great, but Debo Samuel's a great equalizer when you don't run the ball well. So really, to me, it's going to come down to how well the Niners run the ball, as simple as it sounds. We're here in the NFC Championship game, and we're still talking about running the ball well with the 49ers. I mean, you love to see it. Smash Mouth football is what works in 2022. You love it. The 49ers went down in this first game 17-0, or the second game, 17-0. There's no way that that happens again. No chance. No chance. This game is going to go tooth and nail. You know, I don't care what they script coming out. Sean McVay was folding again against the Bucks. Again. This is a theme now. This is where he's playing too conservative. Don't lose the game. Yeah. Instead of going to win the game. I remember when people said that about our coach. Our coach don't play like that anymore. And this team makes plays. This game's going to be close. Who do I trust? 
I trust Kyle Shanahan. I trust Kyle Shanahan. And I trust him to exploit the advantageous matchups that he has against linebackers and against everyone that is not a star. Don't throw the ball to Jalen Ramsey, even though Jimmy Garoppolo said, ha, 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 I laugh in the face of danger, you know, right past you. Don't let Aaron Donald, you know, get to the quarterback because, you know, Daniel Brunskill owns him. Um, I'm sorry. I'm 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 having fun. I'm having. Oh, fun. you know this scared, is man. this, this is what this is what it is. I mean, when it's when it's when it's a divisional or when it's a championship game against a division rival, and like we've already, as we said, we talked about this game three twice already. You know, we we know the key parts in this game already. We if, if you if you followed along with the sprint ride option uh, cinematic universe, you know you know what's going on here. So it, it, you know, all right, all right. Let me get into my analytic bag. A lot of people talk about. Oh, you can't beat a team three times in a season. Oh, the Rams are going to make adjustments. When? When? You should have made the adjustment three games ago. Now, all of a sudden, Raheem Morris has got something up his sleeve that nobody's ever seen this week. That all of a sudden will stymie Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel from getting the better. Where was this week 18? Yeah. When that game was lost? The Rams acted like they just lost the Super Bowl. So don't tell me that game didn't mean anything. If you were going to make adjustments, where were the adjustments? You tried in the beginning, okay? So you slowed down the run game. 49ers started slow on defense. Bad things happened. At the end of the day, they will still make the adjustments to get back to it because you are who you are. So what adjustments is Raheem Morris going to make? What exactly is he going to change? That will stop his team from being out physical, from being punched in the mouth. Seriously, I really want to know X's and O's. Are you going to sell out to stop the run? You tried that, didn't work. Are you going to make Jimmy Garoppolo beat you? You tried that, it didn't work. What exactly are you going to change? There's nothing you can do at this point. You are who you are, your defense is what it is. And your defense lends to the 49ers' strengths and what Jimmy Garoppolo wants to do. You don't want anything over your head? Cool. Jimmy Garoppolo wants to throw the ball in front of you because he wants to get yak yards. You want to let the, everybody run on you? Cool. Because you think you have an offense that can stop that. You're not going to be able to run the ball. Cam Akers and this run oh. offense, not worried. You know why? The 49ers... If you listen to Aaron Rodgers after the Pat, on the Pat McAfee show, you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't care because I told you that Aaron Rodgers doesn't care. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers don't care. You know, he's always going to skirt. He's always going to skirt the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo had more passing yards than he did in the second half. But nobody ever wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. But he was like, yeah, you know, they stopped the run and they kind of made us one dimensional. Yeah. They don't mm. give up 100 yard rushers. Cam Akers, who fumbled the ball two times, you don't scare me. You can't do things that is outside of what you're capable of. You can try all you want. You can try all you want. But come on, man. Like, when people say you can't beat a team three times, 21 times a team has been in front of a team that they had a chance to beat three times. You know how many times those teams have won those games, Andrew Pasquini? I do not know off the top of my head. 14! That's more than half. So why? Why can't this 49ers team win a third time? Why? Explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. Explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. Well, it, it's on. not It's not even just winning a third time in a row. Like, like it's winning a seventh time in a row. This isn't, this isn't an accident. The Niners haven't accidentally beaten the Rams twice this season. It's a trend. It is a trend at this point, right, Jason? And... It, it, I, I get. I, I see marketing pro, and we appreciate you're here, marketing pro. Thank you for joining. Nah, uh, he, no, he, no, uh, no, 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 no. We, well, no, we, no. We, he's... We're putting we're putting an official ban on him because oh, we're putting a ban. Up, yeah, he doesn't pull up when his team loses or when the Packers were supposed to beat the 49ers by 42 to three. You're a bad troll, and you're not an honest troll. So we don't. We, 
the only marketing we're, pro I acknowledge is not you, bro. So we're let's going, take we're going, mission. we're going Lord Voldemort with him on that. We're we're just gonna he who shall he's not be banned, named. bro. Let the chat handle him. And when they lose, he's not pulling up on Monday. He's not pulling up on the Sunday show. Like I don't care. He's not real, bro. Let the chat eviscerate him. Um, take this donation though. Uh, when uh, thank you, official BNA Music ADA. Uh, when Morris was Bucks head coach, uh, he called this his team the West Coast Killers, and Golson proceeded to be had every wide receivers routed them. Uh, maybe he should SCFU. Yeah, I, I mean Raheem Morris, he 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 likes to say words, and he's a very good defensive coordinator. Don't get me wrong, like like he, he's he's up there, he's good. I just don't know what adjustments he can make. And Jason, you make a great point with the run game. Usually, I research you know these games and I prepare for these podcasts. I haven't done a single look into the Rams run offense. That's how little they've concerned me because I've seen it. I've seen the Niners take it away twice. I've seen the Niners take it away four times. I've seen them take it away six games in a row now. I, I mean, it, it's something I'm not worried about at all. Uh, we're, when we're looking at the Rams offense, I am concerned about the weapons that they have. Higby, Cup, Odell Beckham, Van Jefferson, all those guys. The run game's not existent. The run games are non-existent for the Rams. Uh, John, thank you for the donation. Good evening, fellas. Do we change our approach this time with so much on the line? If not, how does Shooter McGavin approach this matchup differently? Obviously, it hasn't worked in the past. I apologize if you address it. We've kind of touched it here and there, but yeah, I don't think we've had a, a clear, clear, direct answer on that. Um, I don't think the Niners are going to change much. I, I think we know what the Niners are going to try and do this game. And Kassad um, is much. Yeah. Kassad is no surprises. No. This is it. This is why I, I feel so confident. Uh-huh. I, and, and I mean, maybe I think the surprises are going to come within the things the Niners are trying to do offensively. Like, we haven't seen Trent Williams run across the line left or right yet this season. Until last week, they did it twice. So maybe little things like that. We might see some plays that Shannon, Shannon might be deep in his bag on Sunday. Uh, just, just to kind of he, – he probably has plays where he, he says, hey, in case we – we, we need to uh, beat the Rams for a seventh time in a row. This is the play we're going to use. So I'm curious to see what he uses there. In terms of what the Rams try to adjust, I don't, I don't know what they can really adjust. What 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 have they really done? No, you hey, won't. marketing. No, hey, you if won't. he's there, hey, if he's there no, you Monday. Won't. No, you won't. If, he, if you're here Monday, if you're here Monday, you got to send a $20 donation. <laughs> hey, if he's here Monday after a Niners win, I unban him. Um, but but we'll see. We'll see. That's a Monday thing. That's a Monday issue. If you're uh, but here so, Monday, so, you got to donate 20 bucks to the Sprint Ride Option podcast. We love it. Focus. We we love it. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of what the Rams can do, Jason, I, I I don't know what adjustments they really can make. What are they gonna do? Magically make the run game work, magically make the Niners run game stop working. I've 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 really talked myself into this. Uh I don't know if you guys could tell with how confidently I am talking. Uh, but spoiler, I'm not picking the Rams to win like I did the last two times. Spoiler Way to go Um I, I just I picked I'm them the first time too though. Like I picked them the yeah. first time too though. So like own this bozo here as well. I'm I'm very I'm very interested because Sean McVay is definitely gonna have things he's gonna try because if he doesn't try it, I don't know what he's doing because this is the time he needs to try things. Um I, I'm curious to see what Sean McVay has because he he's a good coach. He's a good coach. He's, he is, just... but he again it was happening. Fumble, 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 all of a sudden, don't lose the game, don't lose the game. Like he's still the same things you said about Kyle. The same things that people, even 49er fans, said about Kyle. It's more true about Sean McVay than anything at this point. Let me just take this donation real quick. Niner by Nature 88. Appreciate you, bro. As always, look at the past 6-0 and victories versus the Rams. It goes from blow it to we beating them by three. Since we beat them by three, this one should be a blowout. So I think he meant blowout. I would love a blowout. Is that, is that, that would really be... the trend? Oh, my God. He's Go not it. wrong. I haven't even I, I haven't even that's great. In this six game winning streak the 49ers have had, they win the first one 20 to 7. They then win 34 to 31. They so that's three. They then win 24 to 16, so an eight-point game. Then 23 to 20, a three-point game. And then 31 to 10, the Monday night game, and then 27, 24, a three-point game. Holy there's yo, the trend you need to know. Yeah, there it is. If if I'm in SoFi, and the 49ers blow out the Rams, oh, my God. You are, like, if you thought I was insufferable after right. the Cowboys, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I I, I am going to lose it. I'm going to go on StreamYard and just yell into the camera the entire time, like, while, like, I'm coming down the escalator from SoFi after I 
watch the 49ers raise that NFC championship. And then they get to play in their own stadium again. One more time. They get a home game. The away yeah. team, the away team will get to play in their own Yell, stadium. Yelling into your camera about the Niners, call him Niner Jason. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. Um, God, I, I I can't believe I said that. There we go. We're having a good time. I here. love it. Right no, we yeah. it. Hey, fun, fun. Hey, he he got onto the Niners post game video, so he he's doing things well as well. So we're we're, we we're doing it. great. Um, yeah, man. I I just I, I'm getting close to the prediction point. I know we're only at 30 minutes, but as we said, like we we know this matchup, right, Jason? We know these two teams. We know what to expect from these two teams. Um. So I mean, I mean, do you have any final thoughts? I mean, there, there, there's another trend that I have that Stafford's thrown two plus inter- or two interceptions each time he's played the Niners this season. Uh, but but you know that that's something I, I don't know if that's no, something right. that's going to happen Sunday. It, it's going to be fun. It, it's it is going to be a fun game. I have actual football thoughts. Actual football thoughts. Yes. Matthew Stafford has been very good against the blitz. Shout out to Splash Cousin. Yeah, he was the person who pointed out those numbers. Blitz. Notice the word that I used. Bringing extra people. It is imperative for the 49ers to be able to get home with four and be able to cover on the back end. That is the key to this game. I don't care who the quarterback is. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Jimmy Garoppolo, Joe Montana, Steve Young, Wyatt Tittle. I don't care. When you're pressured on almost 40% of your dropbacks, you are not going to be successful. And if the 49ers are able to duplicate that with four and get 35% pressures on dropbacks, 37% on dropbacks, you've got a problem, Matthew Stafford, because you don't take the easy throw. You try to do more, and we're banking on those turnovers. I'll tell you this. The kiss of death in this game for the 49ers will be if they don't get any turnovers. If they don't get any turnovers, then they're they're in a world of, like, you have to like almost score every time. But if the 49ers can get four and push Matthew Stafford into making mistakes and throwing the ball away and throwing interceptions, this game easily goes the way that people are describing it right now. And that's the thing. Rush four, sit everybody else back in coverage, and take care of what you can take care of. That's it. Cooper Cup's going to get his. Mm-hmm. He's going to get his. My score prediction has them scoring points in this game. He's going to get his. But if you rush four, put the pressure on Matthew Stafford the way that you did in the second half where that man was completely out of sorts and all of a sudden – he threw all of his interceptions in the second half of that Week 18 game, by the way. But yeah, if you're able to do that and duplicate that, then you have a great chance. You you mentioned Cooper Cup getting his, and that's been something that's happened both times this season. Cooper Cup has gotten his, but nobody else has really hurt them. Uh, Odell Beckham, yeah, his first game, he it was his first game with the Rams, all that stuff. But his average game against the Niners this season is two receptions for 18 yards. He he's not going to hurt you. Uh, Higby hasn't had he had the two touchdowns in week uh, 18, but he only had like eight. I think he had like seven receiving yards or something like that. Like he didn't do much. So yeah, Cooper Cooper Cup and uh, K1 Higby, Williams didn't play in that game, and they they attacked certain people at certain spots that's another i apologize i got higby games higby's games mixed up he had six receptions for 55 yards and two touchdowns but even then that's not a massive massive game it's a good game but you can only let one receiver beat you and if that's cooper cup you're you're okay with it you're very okay with it and it's not about beating it's about containing like you Mm -hmm. you just have to understand certain things right like when you play lebron james on a basketball court and i'm not equating tyler higby or cooper cup to that But when you play LeBron James on a basketball court and he scores 27 points, 28 points, you have expected that. Cooper Cup's going to get his. It's when he catches the pass, can you rally up and tackle him for no yards after after the catch? Can you limit big plays? And I think that's really what Andrew's talking about real quick. You want to take this donation real quick? Yeah, uh, uh, Niner by Nation. Niner by Nature. I can talk today. Uh, Kittle, we will be here again. We will be here again. We will come back with a vengeance. That's some motivation for that ass. Um, yeah, I mean, that, if the Niners win the Super Bowl, you know how much that, you know how you know how many times you're going to see that clip in, in in the next week following it. Uh, BV fifty. Um, if Jimmy balls out these two games, wins Super Bowl and is MVP Super Bowl MVP, what do you guys think happens? What it feels like an off- 
No, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a good question, though. That's a really good question, Andrew. I know you feel like that's an off-season question, but it is. I, I don't. I don't. What's I don't balling think out though? If he wins Super Bowl MVP, that means he balled out, and I think is, they're going to be is, playing the Chiefs anyway. Well, the question is: Is it Jimmy Garoppolo's definition of balling out in two fifty, or is it? But if he wins Super Bowl MVP, then he balled out. Um, mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that point because I mean Jimmy Garoppolo's. Let's see, I'm gonna go back to a Super Bowl. Uh, Box score that I haven't looked at in a while, so this will be fun. Jimmy Garoppolo probably would have won Super Bowl MVP. No, he wouldn't have. Oh, who would have won it? Nick Bosa. Bosa? What you mean? Yes. Bosa had a sack. Buckner would have had a better call for it. Is, is this the argument we're going on now? <laughs> NFC Championship game, we're yelling about the Super Bowl. All right, all right, all right. forget that. Forget that. <laughs> no, but no, look, no. I, I, think, I think I think what he means by like Super Bowl MVP is like if Jimmy Garoppolo goes out there and throws for like 300 yeah. yards and out duels Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiefs, okay, we'll, we'll be that. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are gonna beat the Bengals. Like, like, come on, man. Like, the, like, the, like that's that's a formality. I think at this point, and I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong about that. Um, but they've lost like one game since like week like seven. Like they're they're rolling again. Like the Chiefs are just like who they are. But if Jimmy Garoppolo outduels Patrick Mahomes and wins the Super Bowl, and he wins Super Bowl MVP, that doesn't mean he's coming back. That just means yeah. that you get more for him, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's the long answer to saying I don't think it changes anything. I don't think it changes anything. I think Trey Lance is going to be the starter uh, next year, or whoever they decide, whatever it may be. Right. I, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be back. Uh, no matter what, uh, Daniel Bryan's going ready to play. Aaron Donald, yes, Daddy. Got a lot, a lot of good memes going on in the comments today. I didn't expect I, uh, to say Daddy on the podcast today. But, yeah. I just got off a podcast where I talked with a Rams like person. He was very reasonable, very nice guy, guy who made many good points. Obviously, he feels like his team is going to get the win. But someone asked about what goes on with Aaron Donald because he only has one sack, I believe, in like the last four games. <laughs> against the 49ers. And I said, the meme answer is Daniel Brunskill owns him. I was like, the real answer is the 49ers do everything that they can to limit his pass rush mm-hmm. by running right at him and not putting him in advantageous situations. But the Daniel Brunskill thing is taking a life on its own. Daniel Brunskill against Aaron Donald is one of these things that we'll never be able to quantify with any sort of stat, any sort of um, tangible thought. It is just something that we have no idea why this happens and why Daniel Brunskill decides, oh, that's Aaron Donald. I'm going to play the best football of my life and dominate one of the best defensive players in the history of this Mm -hmm. game. I think that is hilarious. And... I think that is the funny part about it. So part of it is a meme about Daniel Brunskill, for sure. But when you look at the results, is it a meme? Is, is it? it? Is it? I guess we'll find out Sunday. Because, I mean, er, er, the lights shine brighter on NFC Championship weekend. Are we uh, waiting all day for Sunday night? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's a, the Fox game. It doesn't really roll off the tongue as well. It's well, 30. It's like a mid-afternoon so Joe Buck and Troy Aikman must be happy. Troy Aikman must be super happy. No, it doesn't really. Yeah, see, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, you got to wait. Hey, but you know what's going to be really fun is when the Niners win the Super Bowl, they're going to get that opening Thursday night game uh, to start the season, and that's on NBC. And we've been waiting all day for Thursday night will be in effect. So just future planning for future episodes, how much I'll annoy you with that. I'll have a whole off season of that actually um jay said do you do we want to get to predictions nah let's just have some more fun which let's just have let's have more fun before before. um this offense and what happened this past week against green bay you want to make your discussion about jimmy garoppolo and his mistakes why are you not making it about how many guys drop passes for him and how his day looks drastically different if George Kittle catches that pass. And he may not crib that, but that's like a 60-yard completion that would have put him well above passing yards over Aaron Rodgers. Um, 
I just want to talk about the fact that if Jimmy Garoppolo comes in here and he plays a clean game and throws for 200 yards and one touchdown, I I see zero chance that the Rams win this game. Zero. Zero. And I'm not asking for much. No one's asking for much. 200 yards and one touchdown mean the 49ers win this game by a good margin. A good margin. And the 49ers are good enough to overcome any sort of mistakes that happened before that. Anything like that, right? But you don't want you don't want to keep betting on the fact that you can come back from 17 nothing. No. It's just Jimmy Garoppolo's due for a good ass game. And I, I know I predicted it last week. I was this close to getting it right. Cause Kittle catches that pass and he dips and and he scores. I, I get to my one what is it? I, I said like one seventy a touch. I think you said something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like I was close. I was very close. Just remember again for anybody who's just joining. Jimmy Garoppolo had more passing yards than Aaron Rodgers did in the second half. Just remember that. I just want you to say that. Like, that. that's not my opinion. That is not something, a narrative. That's an objective fact. But Aaron Rodgers needs help. Oh, his special teams let him down. Oh, man, his defense didn't do enough at the end. Oh, wow. Oh, it, Andrew, it's funny how the language is different when it comes right? to certain players. It's pretty, and then... it's pretty funny, Um, Andrew. Quarterbacks need help? Even when they're as good as Aaron weird. Rodgers? Weird. 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 weird a little weird. A little weird. Weird. I just wanted to make sure I got that off about Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, and, and my thing... You, can, you the, can say what you want, but it's just like, bro, come on, man. I think the key number with your 200 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions is is the no interceptions part. I, I've said it on this podcast. I'll say it till my face turns blue. If Jimmy Garoppolo has a game with no turnovers, he's perfectly fine. The Niners are doing things right. Uh, he's not giving away free free um, possessions to the other team. He's keeping the Niners' offense on the field. I don't think the Niners are going to start this game with four consecutive three and outs. I don't think you're going to be halfway through the second quarter with negative whatever yards it was, negative .77 yards per play. I, I think this offense is going to come out humming. I think it's going to be a big game on – on the aspect of the run game is going to set up the pass game. And I think Debo Samuel is going to have a big game. But you know what? Here's my here's my hot take. Let's go. Debo, Debo 100, 100 this game. Woo! 100 and 100. Andrew. 100 and 100. That's my hot take. From your mouth to God's ears. I've got Moneyline Niners, Chiefs. I got Debo Samuel scoring a touchdown. I got Joe Burrow over the passing yards. And I think I have Jimmy Garoppolo over his passing yard prop, which was like 210 yards. So I, I look from your mouth to God's ears. If that happens, if Debo Samuel does what Andrew Pasquini just predicted, it just goes super hot. Let's do the it. 49ers win this game by a sizable margin, and we are vibing in SoFi. Boy, look at look at me looking like a bozo already. The most yards rushing uh, Debo Samuel's had in a game this year is 79. So, yeah, he'll get to 100 for the first time rushing, and he'll get to 100 in passing. Why not? Let's get weird. It's the NFC Let's Champions go, Pasquini. Cook the ass. Hey, Jason, before we predict the final scores, uh, you know, if, if you're new to this channel, if you're not new, if you haven't done it already, you subscribe to this YouTube channel. Um, it is almost Valentine's Day. This is the Valentine's Day sales pitch once again. We know you love it. No better gift you can give. Jeez. I'm not gonna go. No better gift you give to your girlfriend, wife, uh, boyfriend, husband, whoever it may be, than Jason Aponte. The best gift anybody could ask for. So subscribe to this YouTube channel, like everything. He does a lot of content, a lot of um, a lot of Senior Bowl content, a lot of Super Bowl content next week. So be sure to subscribe, like this channel, and uh, if you haven't already, follow me on the Twitter. Uh, I'm gonna plug myself right now at Andrew. I'm at 1,374 followers. I am trying to get to 5,000. By the end of this week. Now, I'll take like 1,400 by the end of this week. That'd be cool. Um, but, uh, yeah. Regularly the Follow most underrated Twitter. portion of yeah. Niners Twitter, hands down. I've been told I, I've been told I have at least one good tweet a week. That's a that's a word for word thing I've been told. I'd love to uh, hear that. I'd love to hear that because I feel like I only have like one good one a month. And uh, uh, it it just be it just be a banger. It's just like the rest of them just get like like I'll post a daughter uh, like I'll post a video of me and my daughter, and that shit will get like nothing. So so Jason, do do you want do you want to be the first person to tell how much the Niners are going to win by, or should I? For sure. I mean, um, Cooper Rice and Matthew Montana go down twenty eight to twenty one um, by the Forty ers hands, and 
it's either going to come down to Jimmy Garoppolo ripping your heart out one more time or the defense stymieing your offense one more time. The 49ers are in too good of a position. They are too healthy right now at this point. They are playing a game that you don't want to play because you've never wanted to play that as Rams. You know, the the but look, you tried to fold. You tried as, as best you could to fold against the Bucks. You tried. And you tried to perpetuate exactly what I've been talking about. I don't think you're going to have to do that this time. I think you're just going to get outright beat for 60 minutes this time. And it's going to be you trying to catch up, tooth and nail, back and forth. This game's going to be a lot closer. But I got a 28-21 49ers, and the 49ers will be playing a home game for their Super Bowl in terms of the way that things are looking right now for ticket sales. The five Rams fans are going to be out there. They're going to be lit. They're going to be ready. Like, they're going to be ready to go. And two of them are Andrew Whitworth's wife and Matthew Stafford's wife. The rest is going to be red. Right now, if you thought that was bad in week 18, it's going to be double what you thought it was. So get your silent count ready, Sean McVay. Mm -hmm. Get your silent count ready, Matthew Stafford, because you were so thrown off by it. Like, that's that's what cost you the game, like, afterwards, right? Like, that was I, I was I was so happy to listen to them say that. Because it was like, it threw us off. Like, we're home. Bro, silent count threw you off? Nah, 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 nah. 49ers win 28-21. They continue the dominance. Why not us? Why not us Why at this point? Us. Why not us? Jason, I, I, I like what you're doing. Giving the people an entertaining game. An entertaining NFC Championship game. A close NFC Championship game. One that I will be very stressed about watching. So let me calm the people's nerves. 34-17. It's not even going to be close. Wow. This is going to be a Niner shellacking. This wow. is going to be closer to the Monday night game than it is going to be the Week 18 game. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be A-OK. -okay. I think I, I'm going to go 250. 250. Give me 250, Jimmy. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. I think the run game is going to eat. I'm not going to commit to my hot take. I'm going to hide behind the word hot take for my Debo 100-100. Uh, so then if I'm wrong, I can say, no, I told you it was a hot take. But I think this is going to be a big Debo rushing game. I think he's going to get a decent amount of carries. I think George Kittle is going to come out this game, and, and he's going to show – he's going to make up for that drop ball. I think if anybody's going to come out and ball – it's it's going to be George Kittle, especially after what happened in Green. He he didn't get his chance for his big play against Green Bay, so he's going to make it against the Rams this week. Uh, 34-17, Niners going to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, against the Bengals, against the 1985 Bears. I don't care. This is the team of destiny. Team of destiny. Niners are winning the Super Bowl. They're going to win this game 34-17. to There you go. I I don't want to curse, man. Don't get me hyped, man. I, I got I, it. Hey, I, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be like calm, and I'm trying to be, um, I guess, calculated. But I'm tired of it too, man. I really am. There is something that is special that's going on right now. There just it is. is. It like is. there is, man. Like there's, there's a way to quantify it. Like when you look at the, the DVD that they're gonna make. I know I just dated myself, right? DVD. Yeah, back in my day, we had Blu-rays, Jason. Back in my day, the last time the 49ers won a Super Bowl, it was on a VHS. You had to stick your finger in and twist it a lot. But think about this. The DVD, Week 18, Jimmy Garoppolo's messed up thumb, goes in there and does what Matthew Stafford can't do. Oh, but he was hurt. No, 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 no. He's soft. Um, you move on. Dallas. Get rid of them. Get rid of the Packers in a play that Jordan Willis should be immediately enshrined into the 49ers Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Hold the hold the, the Green Bay Packers to 10 points. 10 points. Erect the statue of D'Amico Ryans. And here comes a team that you have dominated in all facets of the game six straight times. For a seven straight time. Something special is going on right now. Debo called his shot in Dallas. Jimmy did what he did in the, against the Rams. The Packers game is inexplicable. Because it was from the most maligned group on this entire roster. Something special is happening, man. That's it. That's it, bro. The Rams tried to not play this game. They tried their best. 
They tried their best. They tried their best to not play in this game. They tried their best. And Matthew Stafford made – no, but Matthew Stafford literally made one of the best throws I've ever seen in my life from anyone. Yeah. But but the thing is, is are those – like, I I guess kind of going back to the thing, like two of the big plays the Rams made, like I don't think the Niners are going to allow those. I don't think Jaquaski Tart and Jimmy Ward are going to allow those over the top plays like the Buccaneers did consistently. So, so there's things like that. Like I get the Ra- the Rams are a very good team, guys. Like, like let's not discount that. No. Like we're Niner fans and we meme and we have fun with them because the Niners have beat them six times in a row. It's the same thing Seattle fans probably do with Niner fans. The Rams are a very good football team. Um, it's just whatever it may be, the Niners own them, and it's just it is what it is some teams are better than other uh Henry Turner, already... <laughs> Henry Turner can I can I address this real quick um everybody already calling the Super Bowl we got to chill and focus on the Rams first I don't got to do shit but be uh my guy I don't play football bro yeah. um the team is also, focused so my confidence goes into what they're going to do Hemi yeah. Turner I have no bearing on this game not yeah. my thoughts not my confidence any of that can we stop with that Stop gatekeeping how fans feel. I don't have to do shit. I'm not going to be covering Cooper Cup. I don't have to do anything but be myself. Will yeah. you stop with fans being excited about winning this game? The fans do not play the game. And now we're going to get into After Dark in a little bit, but just go for it. Yeah, man. I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I mean, and, and also, too, um, I mean, we've been saying it for a few weeks now that this is the team of destiny. So no, the Rams aren't gonna. The Packers didn't stop us from saying it. The Rams. No, just make sure. Just make sure if the 49ers somehow don't win this game, blame my confidence. Yeah. As if I I'll, had I'll anything to do. As if I had anything to do with play calls, how games end up in X's and O's. Let fans be as confident as they want. Like I don't understand. I've never understood that 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 sort of thought process. Fans can say, no, I'm not setting myself up for nothing. I no. know that there's a possibility that they can lose. Oh, yeah, no, there's I'm 100% a possibility they could lose. There's 100% a possibility. But if they lose, it's not because of me. Oh, what on earth know. are you talking about, bro? I don't know. There's always going to be I, disappointment. I, I don't like, know. You, <laughs> what? you heard it here first. If, if, if the Niners lose on Sunday, Jason Aponte. It's my fault. Yeah, out. just make sure we'll you come to me. We'll be kicked off the Sprint Red Option podcast. Jason Aponte, as always. Let's go Niners and Let's go uh, Niners. After screw the Rams. Same old sorry ass Rams. <laughs>